Good afternoon, church. I greet you in the name of Jesus. This is Wednesday, May 3rd, a time that we meet again for midweek manna. I want to open up with a word of prayer and then preview the scripture that we will be getting into uh, and that I'll be preaching from this coming up Sunday. So let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, very thankful for this day. Lord, thankful for your Son, Jesus Christ, for this season, Lord, of Easter. Lord, it's a reminder, oh God, that there is always victory in Jesus Christ. Glory and hallelujah be to your name. In Jesus we pray. Amen. So, church, I want to turn to the Gospel of Matthew for uh, the time that we have together, the 16th chapter, verses 18 and 19. Gospel of Matthew, the 16th chapter, verses 18 and 19. And, and I want to focus on these two verses, but just ask if you would to uh, to look uh, back some to verse 13. And, and the reason I want you to do that is because it, it sets up uh, the verse that I'm going to focus on uh, for today's setting and also for Sunday, meaning that uh, Jesus asks his disciples, who am I? Who, who do you say that I am? And uh, the answer that is brought to him offers public opinion, uh, but then uh, Peter uh, gets it, and uh, from there it, it kind of launches right into this uh, scripture that I'll read now. So without any further ado, beginning with verse 18, it says this, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. So uh, one thing that I am going to focus on for Sunday is uh, the mention of the keys uh, of uh, uh, of the kingdom of heaven. So so what what Jesus initially is saying here uh, is my church will be built soon. Of course, in this gospel, as it begins to wind down in the 28th chapter, Jesus makes mention, of course, of the coming of, of the Spirit. So that, that's another mention uh, of it as well. But what, is, what, what Jesus is saying is uh, that my kingdom through the church is going to be built, is going to be established. And these keys, in a sense, give you access to that kingdom building. So that, that that's kind of where where I want to go. So that's that's the first thing, of course, that when we when we think about uh, keys, keys to our home, keys to the church, our, our workplace, that is in a sense giving you access 
two-way building to uh, your residence. And the same goes with the keys here, uh, biblically speaking, keys. Keys to what? Not so much to a place, okay? But keys to reaching out to those who do not know the gospel, to what we would often refer to as the lost, okay, who can in a sense be found. So as the church is built, the keys given to the church were in a sense leaving Jerusalem, the home base, and going from Jerusalem, and Paul kind of takes this journey uh, on as well into Asia Minor, okay, reaching the non-Jewish people, the Gentiles, or what the Jewish people in a slang way would say as the Goy, okay, reaching the non-Jewish people with the gospel, okay, that is a key, a key of access, and a key, too, of authority, the authority of Jesus Christ, the authority of the Holy Spirit, so that's another thing, you have been given that authority, that command of making disciples in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I, another thing that I wanted to make mention of too, th this whole idea of binding and loosing, binding and loosing, okay? So in rabbinical literature, the idea of binding and loosing, I wanted to make note of that, refers to what is permitted and what is not permitted in the church, in its formation, permitted and not permitted, okay? What is permitted, or think about it in this way, what is in fact forbidden? So as we go through the New Testament text, we, we find things, of course, that are uh, acceptable to Christ. We, we, we understand that uh, the biblical canon that we had, some of these books were permitted, others were not. So there was a certain criteria, right? Well, I, I think of, as it makes mention in the New Testament, what is forbidden is false teaching, okay? Uh, false prophets, there's mention of that. What is permitted, you, you, you know, it, it in a sense has to follow and adhere to a certain... A, a, a certain litmus test, okay, that fits. Is it the gospel? Does it mention Jesus Christ? It, is it is it in line with the teachings, the the doctrine of Jesus Christ? If not, it, it was often uh, cast out. It, it was forbidden. There's mention, of course, in here anything that is anti-Christ. It was cast out. So, you know, I, I, I think about I think about the idea of binding and loosing. What is being permitted, what is being uh, uh, cast out is untruth. In, in, in the church right now, okay, and, and what, what I see is this is this real tension, this this um, uh, controversy, this inner fighting uh, in the church 
regarding, for instance, someone's strong personal opinion versus what is biblical truth. And, and these, these, two, these two things are clashing, okay? And, and they are clashing like they have never clashed before. But it, it's not something that uh, is new. Uh, to the church, one strong personal opinion or, and or a cherry-picking scriptures versus what is biblical truth. And, and, and of course, those, those two things not being reconciled and the body being under attack, the body being divided because of it. Think about it like this in, in the church, okay? In the church right now, we, we don't need more narcissistic know-it-alls in the church. What we need, what Scripture asks us over and over again, is more devoted disciples of Jesus. Listen to it again. This is Jesus speaking. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, that being the rock, the rock of Jesus Christ, I will build my church. And the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth uh, will be loosed in heaven. So think about that, church, in this way. A lot of what the New Testament speaks about is the law, okay? The law then, meaning the scriptures before, and how relevant and how effective the law is once Jesus came, in that Jesus was, in fact, the fulfillment of the law. So as the church grew, as the church spread, it was this idea of, hey, look, you know, what does it mean to be saved? Do you, in fact, have to be circumcised first? Do you, in fact, have to follow a dietary law first? Is it works? Is it faith? So all of this is being worked out. Meanwhile, as you're spreading, as you're growing the gospel and moving it further and further out from your home base, you, of course, have other ideology. You have other theology that is kind of weaving itself into the church as it's growing because we no longer have 12, we have thousands, and in a sense, binding and then loosing, right? Permitting and then forbidding what is essentially not the teaching of Christ, what is the standard doctrinal belief of the church. All of that kind of has its beginnings right here in these in these two verses. So you you know essentially 
essentially what Christ is saying here. Hey, look, we've got to be united on this front as believers, okay? Uh, And if we're not, it, it must, in a sense, be cast out. And look, think about the church today in regards to that very theology what has changed a lot of it is the same sure technology has gotten greater uh, uh, as a matter of fact uh, it's improved by leaps and bounds just in you know the past five or ten years but that core uh, element of the church is absolutely key so Keys. Keys are important. They give you access. They give you authority. But this is in dealing with a united front for believers as they are moving out from Jerusalem out into Asia Minor. And that continues then. And and you you can track it. You can read it from the book of Acts. Turning to, turning to those books now. So the book of Acts, once the church was formed through the anointment of the Holy Spirit in chapter 2, uh, in the book of Acts, onward, okay? Onward. So I, I, I wanted, to, wanted to share that. I, I'm going to, for Sunday's sermon, I'm going to get kind of deeper into keys and the, the practical uses of keys and hit some highlights there. But I also wanted to offer this about, uh, about this idea of, uh, of keys and its, and, its, um, and its usage here. It says this, and I, and I think this is, a, this is a good summary. It says, confidence in Jesus as the one who has say over all things in heaven and on earth develops practical assets or excuse me uh, uh, access rather practical access to the riches of the kingdom so key there is confidence in the savior confidence in the savior not necessarily in uh, your your degrees so much, not so much in, you know, what you bring to the table, but what can unite, okay? And what Paul said in so many different ways, uh, but the theme there is his confidence in Christ saving him. So confidence in Christ as the one who has say over all things in heaven and in earth develops practical access then to the riches of the kingdom keys okay that's what provides that uh, access so keys give us then access and they give us authority all in the name of christ all in the name of the teachings and the uh, beautiful and eternal riches that christ gives us salvation, and forgiveness. So on that note, let me offer a word of prayer for us, please. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, keys to the kingdom. 
words that were uh, spoken from the very mouth of the Savior into and upon Peter. Lord, we remember these words because we remember, O oh God, that without you, Lord, the church, its mission, its good news cannot prevail. Lord, for we as the believers, Lord, must unite around that common cause, around that eternal vision that is Jesus Christ. For these keys, Lord, they are effective. They can move mountains. They can, uh, in fact, strengthen and revitalize themselves through the Holy Spirit. But it's the basics that we must hold as true and keep our focus on. For it's Jesus who gives us those keys. Lord, let us use these keys with both reverence, with humility, with faith, and with great care. For what we, Lord, are doing is not just work that makes people feel good about themselves, but it is kingdom planting and kingdom building and kingdom growing that no other institution, no other body, Lord, even comes close to. It is just that eternally valuable. So those keys, Lord, we hold them in our hands and we give thanks unto you for the opportunity, Lord, to serve and to grow and to offer Christ to all. We ask this now and always in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day, church. God bless you and take care.